When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dubland Podcast. Up your ear holes. Episode 85 of the Dubland Podcast. Um, so are you moving things around? Are you organised now? Are you ready? Because you weren't ready. No, we I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm ready to rumble, yeah. You sure? Yeah. Um, you just, I just said at Suzanne.fm is my Instagram name and at PJ Gallagher is yours. Um... You said we needed a Dublin Instagram. We need a Dublin Instagram but account. I'm not because looking we're bo- after it because then you can look after it. Because yes. I already look after the emails and I look, I actually have to read an email as well. I well, I'll do it. it. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. I'll set it up today. Right, okay. And I will post frequently and often. Okay, great. And uh, it will probably mirror very much my own Instagram account. Okay, but that'll perfect. be all right, won't That's it? That's fine. Can you just at Suzanne.fm on it? I will do Can yeah, you, yeah. you know, try and include me? I, I do. I fucking. I know. Look, I'm not the best at inclusion, right? No. I'm a very. I'm a, I've been a solo flyer for two decades. I'm only getting used to it. Well, but I will. I will. I'll definitely. I'll thanks. remember okay. that anything double is definitely not soloable. If no, that makes yeah, any sense, right? Yeah, because you know the right? way you go on like telly and radio, and you're like, oh yeah, my podcast. I don't fuck. I did a fucking once. I made that mistake one time. And well, then tell you know, I'll never do it again because yeah, I'm not that stupid. Because you're a wagon <laughs> and you give me shit about it all the time. Would you like it? Would you like an email? And yes, please, yeah, read us an email. Suzanne and PJ, hi, how are you? I would like to take a little moment out of my commute home to thank you for the brilliance that is yourselves. Oh, I dear. discovered you daft buggers last week and have and have been infecting my brain with your wacky tales of idiocy and wonderful, <laughs> all very relatable tales on life ever since. I would like to share what happened with you today, as it was a beautiful moment that isn't contrived to be something that happens in London, especially on the tube. We're, consti- we're considered stoic bastards that do not make eye contact with anyone whilst on the tube. <laughs> the first episode I listened to was number 82. And then I decided after that to start from the very beginning and work my way through all of the podcasts. Good I, Lord. whilst also actively catching up with the new ones. This is now my commute to uni routine. Listening to the whole podcast usually gets me to campus. On with the story. I downloaded the live episode yesterday and started listening this morning. And as I do, waddling to the tube, get to the tube, wait for a seat to become free as people go about their business. All was fine and dandy until you got to that boxing story. That bloody story. I was laughing so hard I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> it was hard laughter too. The silent, <laughs> I can't breathe type that you can't control. And I couldn't control it. I'm pretty sure I was giggling so hard trying to hold myself together that I'm pretty sure my arse spoke too. <laughs> it was wonderful to start the day. However, I must have been trying to contain myself so much but still crying my eyes out laughing that it looked like I was just crying because not one but three people, I think they may have been in a group, came to see was I actually okay. I couldn't talk. I couldn't tell them <laughs> that in fact it, I was yeah. laughing because I couldn't do anything apart from try and breathe. 
<laughs> I love this shit so much. Bless their hearts. They'll never know. I had to run off to get my tube to my, conne- my connecting train. It was a moment I will cherish for a long time. <laughs> you guys make my morning commute now bearable. You goddamn heroes. Ah, thank you, the hero. somewhere laughing in London. Those emails are so good. You can email us anything, by the way. Dublinpodcast at gmail.com. Fuck off about badges. But if you want to send us an email about anything, send it over. Uh, keep us up to date with what's going on and what you're doing. And yeah, hello to Amy on her commute somewhere on a... Yeah, somewhere uh, on a tube Somewhere on, the, on an autumn day I always in London. Think, I always think that if you have to get the tube in London as well, it's that real bizarre... Um, so, but the tube is bizarre. It is like, bizarre, It's just yeah. mental. Like. Especially when you're an Irish person. There's a whole lot of like... Uh, we want to talk. Our natural, like I've tried make it, like having conversations with people stupidly on the tube loads of English times. The thing people is they don't get... Like, they think it's weird that we want to talk on the, tra- on the tube. Right? They think that's weird. But that makes me nervous. Then I start laughing. That makes me want to talk more. Yeah. Try being an Irish lad your first time in London in the early 90s. And you think it's normal to just have a piss and talk to the lad next to you in the pub. Yeah. Because that's where I come from. Right? I come from Ireland where you take out your flute. You stand next to a man and you go, oh, fucking, what's a crack? Nice day in there. In London, that's not the day. You don't do that in London. You don't take your you mickey don't out. Have, no conversation. You don't have... Um, you post, don't cross swords, as it were. You don't have... Yes, exactly. That's actually a much nicer way of putting it through the way I was going to do it. But you well, don't. Well, you tell me how you put it, PJ. Huh? Well, how would you put it? Po- post flute pull-out conversation. You know. But anyway, look, it doesn't matter. But that's what I was saying. You just don't, you, you learn your lessons the hard way. But I have to say... Yeah. I have to say I spent a lot of time in London not so long ago. And I actually really like it. I'm going to go over again soon because I want to go and do a bit of shopping. Yeah, I do. I've decided I'm going to be a star Going icon. over there. Given there. Your money. Our economy <laughs> is in. Has we not learned that from Black? Now go. Yeah, I think I want to do. I want, want to be a style, style icon. icon. Well, that's the funniest decided, thing I've ever yeah. heard. I'm going to go life. over. I'm going to get Gucci up and Burberry down my mind. Can I tell you a true story about Gucci? Yeah, please. So do. as you know, I'm currently between jobs, but this morning I had. I'm actually to... not going to buy that shit. By the way, it's just too fucking just expensive. Just because it's Gucci doesn't mean it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I had to go. I had to go into the to the jobs and a fucking welfare, but not welfare, labour, whatever it's called. Where you get social welfare, I don't know. But because I'm not working or whatever, I have to go in because my tax. Anyway, you have to go and attend to make this course so they just tell you about all your options if oh, you're going to yeah, apply yeah. for the dole or if you're going to do this or you could set Have up a business. Have you looked into getting a job? No, you know, something That's, I just yeah. thought maybe I'd fucking keep my hand up my ass and pull money this out. Is it, yeah, so I was like, <laughs> right, so I went in, right, this is no word of a lie. I'm sitting there, so I'm, I'm sitting looking at the ground, I was looking at my boot and, uh, and as I did, a pair of Gucci runners walked past me. In the oh, doll? I was just like, and they were legit Gucci as in well. The in the doll office? the doll office, I'm like. 600 pair of runners or something. The rest is about at least, I don't know, seven payments worth of a runner. I'm just like, <laughs> meanwhile, I had to hit up the coin. That's pretty fucking shameless. Yeah. I remember the days where I used to go to the doll office and you thought it was shameless that there was builders there in yeah. their fucking hard hat under their arm and their fucking snickers. Dirty And they were saying that some flu actually balls enough to go in a pair, a pair of, of Gucci, Gucci runners. runners on them. And I'm like sitting there going, I had to hit up the coin jar to pay for parking. <laughs> and this fucker just strolled by me in a pair of Gucci. I was just like... <laughs> This is not where I want to be. Um, anyway, I've taken all my information and I will become an entrepreneur in no time. Um, but yeah, so you're going to be a style icon. Do you know what funny... No, I don't, I don't think I... I don't have the Do you know, genuinely though, somebody has said something about Patrick's Day and about uh, 
about the podcast and they were like, will you come and do a Patrick's Day podcast in the UK? So if you know someone in London who looks after the Irish parade or you have an That's Irish centre where you live. Well, there is the Irish centre in London yeah, so and I'm this, pretty sure they'd have us. Yeah, I'm so, pretty sure they'd have us. Well, it's in Camden. Yeah, loads of people have said, this is it, something about there or I don't know. So do you know what actually, PJ? Yes. You've two jobs this week. Oh, fuck. Number I one. I talked myself into yeah, a job. Set up your, set up your Dublin Instagram and number two, we can look into... Actually, tell us what. If you live in the United Kingdom, we're going to be doing a show in Ireland, but if you don't have an option for that, would you go to a Patrick's Day show in Camden? Or in and around in Patrick's Camden, Day? Yeah, I'd say so. Camden around Patrick's Day would be great. What do you think? Although we won't get in on Patrick's Day because no, the Irish Centre will around, obviously have obviously, a huge yeah. fucking thing. But that's what I'm thing. saying. But in and, around, in and around March? Yeah, let me contact the Irish Centre and see what the crack right, is. Okay. It's in Camden but Town. It's brilliant. Tell us, right. would you be interested actually in coming to see us Oh yeah, there. yeah. Tell us that first and because then we'll, if you're not no interested, I'll be fucked if I'm putting the work in. It's, it's just us sitting in London then going, all right, what's crack? So yeah. And we'll, we'll invite some friends along who live in London. Oh, come here. I have to tell Go you on, a story. Right? I, I can't find the email. It doesn't matter. I have enough memory of it. So, okay. you know, I'm I'm a budding into my acting career at the moment, right? We just finished The Young Offenders. Which, uh, yes. Congratulations, by the way, because in fairness to you, we did the live show and you literally left the live show after being in work that day, working that afternoon, coming and doing the live yeah. show, got into a car quarter to 12 or quarter to 11 at night for a four hour trip down to Cork for a call time of six o'clock yeah. the next morning to be on set all day. It was a long bastard of a Fair fucks. Like. I don't give you a lot of credit, but I'll give you <laughs> a little a, tip there. It was a full. Wait, let's show I you the clip. I was tired, like. But Wait, yeah. let's show you the clip, right? Okay. I, I can't tell him what it, what it is. Or what okay. it, but it's basically a big wrestling clip. But then I was delighted with myself, right? Mm. So I've, I've, I've been 17 years since I finished drama school. I've been working away as a, as a stand up comedian. Yeah. And then finally, finally, the fucking actor work is starting to roll in the door, right? Oh. So I was there, I got this done then, right? Between yourself and myself, right? I can't and even say listeners. this on the big fucking whatever, right? I'm not allowed to say this. To, I'm not actually supposed to say this at all, but I like the story, right? So, there's, they're making oh, a please western. Please don't get us in trouble. No, I won't get okay. you in trouble, don't worry. They're making a western, right? I won't say the name of it or anything, but there's a western being made. International. It's being made in Ireland, Luxembourg, Belgium, and the States, right? Right. Huge fucking movie, right? I get an email yesterday. PJ Gallagher, would you like to read for this movie? Yes, I fucking would. Yes. <sighs> I fucking would. Small part. No, doesn't matter. It's a part, part nonetheless. Yes, I'd like. You'd have to speak with an American accent. It being oh. a Western and all, right? Oh no, yeah, no fucking problem. I'm up for that. I can do an American accent, right? So then they say the script is attached. You can read the full script or just read the sides. With the sides is just a little piece you'd read for the audition. Okay. And uh, tell us what you think. I open the sides, and this is when you know what people think of you when they're offering you parts, right? Okay. So the lines I had to learn are these, right? Suzanne came. I'm listening to you. I'm the ugliest man you've ever seen. Isn't that the truth? You don't have to pretend I'm not the ugly. I can see that you're a nice girl who's too nice to say these things. But I'm so ugly, my mama didn't even love me. Oh God, it's and you, my girl, are an angel, sure as the day I ever seen one. Yeah. Now, let me just summarize things for you. That's life-reflecting art right there. Let me just summarize things for you, right? The first acting gig I got offered, I'm... A handicapped drug dealer. I have to tell you a story the about that. The second acting gig I got offered was Fat Barry, the adult with learning disabilities in Red Rock, your favourite show. The third acting gig I, I get offered is a middle-aged man with a moustache who looks ridiculous and is a school teacher. Headmaster. The f- and, the f- headmaster. and the fourth acting gig, I haven't been offered it in fairness, but I get asked to audition for, is the ugliest man in the wild west of the United States in the 1800s. Whose mom didn't want him. Whose mother didn't want him. 
I, I'm seeing, I, you know, there's, there's something. A I'm seeing the strength of pattern here. Yeah, I think I'm being typecast. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. Hugh and Barry I from EastEnders. I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, holy shit, it's amazing. It's like so you get so shamelessly asked. Haven't said that. I would love to get the part. I certainly hope I do get you the part. You will get the part because you're doing deadly. I don't usually big it up, but I'm being nice twice in a row here. But you will get the part. <laughs> well, we'll I'm see. now part of this. I'm I'm all for the universe now. I've ba- I'm sick of the bag of Mickey, so I'm all for like you'll get it. <laughs> I have to tell myself that because it's if not, I'm going to have to go back to the fucking social welfare and sign on. So oh, I can't cope. Like so, I'm, I'm going for that. the bigger picture. Yeah. But then again, apparently signing on isn't that bad, according to the uh, with the man with the it's better than Gucci's. it was. It's better than it used to be. That's for sure. I know that for certain. Uh, you know, it used to be mental. You used to have to, you have to do all this sort of shit. You, you still have to, have to do. You still have to do mental to stuff. Do, then you have to go to post office. Then, then it's all going online. All, no, you can't. You have to go. You go to a post office and collect it. Oh, you're not allowed to do that. Fraud. You can't because online. And then you have to. You're not just put it in your bank account. No, right? can't do that anymore because there was people claiming it and living in Poland. Not saying that that actually happened, but that's what the man said. Oh, today. no, that was happening. That yeah. was definitely happening. Yes. Yeah. So oh, there you go. Fuck it. Okay. So yeah, it's not so, what I thought. I've been lied to. That's again. really good though. Oh, actually, speaking of young offenders, um. So Brian, I think it was Brian Murphy said, I think it was him who sent me a message. So some one of his pals watched Young Offenders, the movie. The movie, yeah. And they were talking about it or whatever. And then they were talking about the part that you played. Yeah. But the chap said to him that genuinely that he had an argument. Brian Murphy, I think it was Brian Murphy who told me this one. He listened to the podcast said he had a straight up argument with his mate because his mate said that the person playing the part had intellectual difficulties. And he went, no, it's PJ Gallagher. And he went, no, he said, you can't do that. He said, you can't pretend. Can't pretend. <laughs> Tell special needs. It was somebody obviously with special needs paid the part. To which Brian was like, no, it's PJ Gallagher. And he goes, no, he just looks like PJ Gallagher. Your man. So to be honest, it's, I mean, that's, that's, it's, it's a, it's a compliment sandwich because, oh, you know, it's, it's admirable that you embrace the role and that you're yeah. very believable in the role. As a handicapped drug dealer. As a handicapped drug dealer. Or a disabled drug dealer. Whatever the fuck you're supposed to say these days. Someone with intellectual needs or... A friend of mine was at a festival during the week, right? Right. At a festival during the week and she's she's out doing doing her gigs, right? Right. And then she meets somebody else at the festival who was working at the festival. Okay. And she she gets a phone call. She goes, give us a second, right? She takes a phone call, right? Yeah. And uh, she said... um, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll see you then in a minute. And then she hangs up the phone. She looks at my friend, raises her eyes and goes, oh my God, jeez, I was just talking to Dave. It's unbelievable. He's after saying he's over by the disability entrance. And she says, what do you mean? What's wrong with that? And she goes, it's the impossible entrance. It's a what? The impossible How is it impossible then if you're disabled? How is it impossible I don't fucking know. And it's just like, and then she goes, oh, well, I've never heard that before. And then your woman goes, well, now you have. Use it. So there. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, careful. I don't know, but um, yeah, well, I, I, that has come up a few times that about people how believable you are. Somebody who's disabled when you're not disabled, and uh, this one guy when we are we were at the Galway Film Festival, yeah, and we won the fucking best movie of the festival That's that day, right. right? We won it. Mm. Now we were in pretty fucking high spirits, right? And this fucking clown then comes over to you. I'm queuing at the bar <laughs> to get a drink because I'm celebrating. I'm happy. Right? I'm queuing at the bar. This guy comes over, American, of course. Yeah, I'm from the Boston Film Festival. Yeah, good stuff, yeah. Meh, right. You know the way Boston people do that. Meh, right. He goes, I I saw your movie. I thought it was a great movie. I didn't really see the need for the the handicap thing. You know, why couldn't you just play the character without the handicap thing? He's there going, like, you didn't need it. I was there going, well, that's just what I was given by the director to do. That's the part. That was the part that was written in. I played the part. Yeah, "Yeah, I just thought it was kind of dumb. That's what he said. Kind of dumb. So I said, did you? Yeah. 
just have a look around the room there. And if you see anything that looks like it'd be really sore to shove up your ass, just stick it up your fucking ass. And he went really, really, really quiet. Because I was in there like recruiting yeah. movies for the fucking festival. I was like, yeah, just aren't at all. Just shove it right up your fucking hole because, uh, you know, I'm just not in the mood. I don't to care. And then I, st- I was, couldn't walk off because it was fucking packed bar. So I had to stand there in silence for about another 12 minutes next to him. While he was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> don't like the review then. Huh? Yes. What the f- but you know what I mean? Who the fuck does that? But people- You're on a high. Like, just fucking piss off oh there's always somebody yeah, out who wants to some. burst your bubble do you know what I mean when you're like when you're so high there's always someone who goes ah oh, here you go I'll kick you in the hole so you can come like that always oh, piss off I remember and then you get it the other way around you know the thing is disabled people it's like if you get offended on someone else's fucking behalf that's what does my oh, head people in. do that all he the time he wasn't disabled he was yeah. just a fucking mouth right and then I remember when but we were doing that, naked camera years the ago the thing to do isn't it though it's like you know, I'm speaking for the unspoken. It's like they're perfectly capable for speaking yeah, themselves. Yeah. They don't You're need the you. You're the one that's fucking saying they can't speak yeah. over themselves. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. Uh, like when I was doing naked camera one of the days and uh, this guy saw us in the street. He came up to us guy in a wheelchair. Now he was in a wheelchair. His hands, the whole lot, everything, nothing was working here, okay. right? He's in like an automated wheelchair, you know, yeah. working with his chin. Yeah. And he's like, you should do something. And he had a real Dublin accent, Thanks. right? And he was kind of doing, you should do something. On the people who are disabled in the rehab, right? He told me the name of the place. I, uh, and I was like, I don't, I can't, like. He goes, fucking why not? Is that because, can you fucking imagine me rolling into a place in a wheelchair and I don't need one? And then tr- gagging people who are fucking... And then putting it on telly. Getting rehabilitated and putting it on telly. He goes, well, f- why not fucking... And he's all, in fairness to him, he's like, oh, you're fucking leaving us out on that as well. And uh, he has a point. Yeah. He has a fucking point because people get offended on his behalf. You can't do that with him. He's not, he can't yeah. be included. He can't be fucking included. And I was there, to be honest, I started laughing. I was there going, well, that's grand. You fucking tell them, but I'm not doing it because I'm not fucking doing it. Like. Or I'll roll in behind you and say it's all your idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, he he made me do when it. we're doing press, <laughs> you can come with me so I don't get trolled. No, you do the fucking press. Yeah, you press. do the press. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> I'm not doing DJ it. won't be here, but you can do the press. You it do the fucking press. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's just like we get so caught up in the like... Ah, bollocks. Thing. A lot of boys. Have fucking um, tease each other. <laughs> we now, do you know what I have to say, right? Because, uh, oh, hashtag influencer. Hashtag influencer. What do you mean? Because um, you texted me last week and I didn't see you there. You texted me last week because uh, Champo has rolled back around again and that you said you were coming to watch Cooler Jude's Champo senior football. I didn't see you there, though. In Parnell on Saturday night, you were going to come and watch football because you thought it was oh, a I didn't hurly. go in the didn't end. Go I thought it was hurly. I got out of it. When I realised it was you told football. your pal, Jerry, you were going to come. Yeah, and then when I realised it was football, I'm I just saying hashtag just influencer. influencer. You just see these things you do. Can I just say, right, two things uh, in relation to... We talk about the GA a little bit here, but... Two things. Number one, and I spoke about it last year. So if you think about it, I'm trying to, we always try and equate it to, to the premiership or what it's like. But these lads are just amateur football players, but they play in front of 80,000 people. Like yeah, they're heroes. Huge, like, like they're huge. It's like... And that's 80,000 people and they could probably sell it four or five exactly, times. Exactly, yeah. So you have people all over the county or whatever worship them. And, you know, so it's like getting near your premiership football player. Do you know what I mean? But they live in your local community <laughs> and they're not ourselves. Do you know what I mean? The majority of them aren't ourselves. But so when it comes to... So they play on the like for the for the All Ireland, so it's on that big stage that you can watch on Sky Sports and do all that. And then a couple of weeks later, it goes back to club. 
So they go back and play at club level. But it's, so it's the same concept of championship, except just the clubs within the county. So the Dublin championship is on at the moment. Yeah. So bear in mind, have I made sense so far? Yeah, I think so. All of these players that play for the county panel, for the Dublin panel, then break and go and play for their own clubs Club. in yeah. their local parish, their local area. So they people who you played on the Dublin panel with, you're playing against. Yeah, so your, your teammate one day is your foe, is your foe the, next the next day. Yeah. But... It's in Parnell Park, which is a small park that you can go, a couple of thousand people, you can go and watch it, but they just walk off the pitch. There's no big tunnel, there's no whatever. <laughs> know, yeah. So Dean Rock, who took that point, who's like a hero. The winner is, point, is, winning yeah, the winning point of the All-Ireland. So he's there if you watch the All-Ireland, so he's there. So when, on we were there on Saturday because Jude's were playing. So you've Kevin McManaman who plays for Jude's and they were playing Kula. So Conor Callahan, who's one of the up-and-coming most amazing guy players 21 year old he was playing for Kula Mick Fitz was playing for Kula then Ballymun Kickhams came in so Philly McMahon was there Dean Rock was there um, who else was there there was like oh James McCarthy um, then you had Bridget's were there uh, loads so of like, you, so you, there's so many of the Dublin players yeah Conor Callahan. Everybody was off the pitch and the kids were still around Conor Callahan. he was still getting selfies taken and Kev was getting pictures taken and the kids had all because Ballywan Kickens had come in the kids have all had stuff signed by and I just kind of go that's what makes the GAA great it is it, yeah and in fairness to the lads they're getting ready like you know club championship is very important for these it's like Dublin football you know it's Big very important time. but they took time and same the night before like Dermot Connolly all the Vincent's lads and they'd all taken time to talk to people you know coming in and had pictures taken and I just kind of just stood there going this is why you know, it's like we're, we're it's a great sport. It's just the, and the kids were just buzzing like they yeah, were ecstatic. They were like, "Look, Dean, Dean, I'll sign this. Dean, I'll sign this." And I saw Philly, and you know, they all just talk. I just thought it was deadly. I was a bit like, because obviously with Kev, he's obtainable. He's in our club, and he hangs around with my brother-in-law. So we see him in the house like the night before yeah. the All Ireland, which would have been so good. So uh, Da babysat for us the night of the all, night before the All Ireland, and he's on the phone. He said, it's all right, uh, Kev's going to come down and babysit with me. And I kind of just thought it was a bit hilarious that Kev McManamum had an All-Ireland the next day and that he was going to babysit my kids the night before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lost his keys, so he didn't he didn't make it down. But it would have been a, well, a nice story to tell Oisin. He's like, you see Kev, he played the All-Ireland. Well, actually, he babysat you and yeah. had the night before the All-Ireland. But, like, it is great that they're that obtainable. It is fucking great. And in saying that... I don't think I have ever come across such hatred outside Dublin for a third winning football team ever. I know, they they hate us. They hate Dublin. Like, Kilkenny are celebrated as heroes, as sporting heroes. And in fairness to Kilkenny, they are the only county I'm aware of that sent tickets back to Dublin for this final. Oh, is it? They? They're the, it was the Kilkenny. Because I think they, they get hated as well because they win so much. So. But I don't think Kilkenny do do get hated. Not to the I same level. Not to the same. I have it literally. Jim Gavin has been picked apart because he's emotionless, because he's this, he doesn't care. Oh, he doesn't do this, he doesn't off. do whatever. I know. And it's like, I he know. does his job. He goes out, he's paid to make football players, get a good football team and win. That's what he's paid to do. That's Paul what he Kimmage does. Paul lost his fucking mind during the week. So uh, him and Luke, did you read or did you hear that podcast I watched for it, the yeah, end? Yeah, I watched it on video. Like he lost his fucking mind saying that it, it was Cheating. like... Cheating. 
she got cheating was such a load of shit. His and then this, word all is this cheating. stuff about like his he Paul has no Gimmage compassion. Is it? Is it? Like, Paul Gavin has no compassion. He's not supposed to have compassion. He's Jim trying Gavin. to fucking or Jim Gavin, sorry. Yeah. He's not supposed to have compassion. He's mm. to, he wins an all and he shuts the fuck up. He leaves it to the team. He doesn't even touch the cup himself yeah. ever. He's yeah. never been seen touching the cup. He do, he not, never name checks the player. N- never. Never. He's never name checks the player. Yeah. So he's not he's not a man of uh, out. Like sort of displayed compassion. It's not his thing at mm. all. And then what the fuck's it got to do with you anyway, Paul Kimmage? But this is this is the thing. I've never business. Like I've it's not a never seen it. It's like everything, every part. There's like it's like they want to suck the happiness. It's like Kilkenny can go and do whatever they want to do, but nobody goes. Do you know what we should do? We should chop Kilkenny up into north and south or east or west, and we should oh, chop never. them all up and break them down. Or that's because there's so much money in Kilkenny. Or that they never do that. So Kilkenny never. are like a, a hurling uh, county that have they just so win everything success. but Kerry had it they didn't want to chop Kerry up a couple of years ago and Cork had it with the ladies football yeah. and Cork have it currently with Camogie yeah. it's been there for years All these, but they only want to break up Dublin, Dublin football they don't want to break up Dublin Hurling of course because Dublin no. Hurling isn't successful we're not a threat it's not a threat yeah. it's not successful but, but sure as shit the day they win in All-Ireland they'll be left chop oh that's it fucking break them up break them up but it's funny up. though it's that, it's that they forget because in football and, and sports just in the bigger picture in the bigger spectrum of sports it will the, the worm will turn I we know. have been that worm and back in 1995 of course they will <laughs> and it's just like and it's just like people will call for heads and it's like you know we don't it's just such a frustrating thing is that you know regardless to the fact that I you know I love my county and I, I love Ga and I you know I, yeah. I embrace it but also just the bigger scale like there's sportsmen that I will look at and go like I've held my hands with Kieran Doherty I hate Donaghy I hate on a pitch I just but I've met him and he's actually one of the nicest gentlemen I've ever come across in my life he's yeah, an yeah. absolute gent oh for sure and now I've that's kind of I don't particularly like fucking brilliant yeah bloke. the Gooch is unbelievable like Philly McMahon people mightn't you know, like what he what he is on the pitch, but again, he's a gent. Sound. It's it's all of these things that you kind of go. You have to respect. See, the them players for the... don't have this bullshit. That's the thing. It's not mm. between the players. It's the fans. It's no. the horseshit yeah, of the it's fans. All, it's on that. The players, the Kerry footballers, Dublin footballers, they all get on. They like you know they'll be. F- but the majority of football players yeah, get they have on. Respect for each other. Yeah. But it's the fans have no respect for each other. It's yeah. like it's the fucking stuff mad. that's written. It's it's so funny. Like there's there's forums up there, and there's stuff that gets written up there, and by Dublin and by you know by everybody. Yeah, like you do react. You Stupidly fucking react. Like, I know. Because, as well, there's a thing in Dublin, I definitely still have it a bit where. Yeah, I'm definitely compassionless to agree a degree because I remember the Hefo days mm. just about. I'm just old enough to remember when Terry really, yeah. used to beat Dublin all Hockey the time. Them, yeah. Like we we got 1983 and 74. The 70s, and, yeah. yeah, we had those wins, but every other time that we met them in the finals, it was yeah. Kerry won. Yeah. So th- we were the Mayo in this situation. Yeah. Well, we at least won a couple, but anyway, we were the Mayo, and then we won fuck all again till 1995. 95. Yeah. And all that time, everybody still hated the Dubs. And then in 1995. It was another what sixteen fucking years yeah. before the Dubs won something again, yeah, and all that time they still was hated the fucking Dubs. Is it two thousand nine or two thousand eleven? Two thousand, whatever. Anyway, it was 11, a long. Maybe. I think it was sixteen years. So yeah. they still hated the fucking Dubs all the time, even when they won nothing, even when they couldn't get out of Leinster for six fucking years or whatever it was in a row. They still hated the Dubs, and now the Dubs are actually winning. The hatred is fueled. So, with a little bit of no compassion for me because I know you hate us no matter what happens. Yeah. So it's nice to be winning and hated. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't it makes sense. Like, but it's just it's just that thing of like I just kind of was like, can we not just like which comes from the GA is that grassroots? Like, is can we not just take the grassroots for what they are and look like for every fucker that writes horrible stuff about 
Dermot Connolly or whatever, even when he's done nothing, I'm like, go oh, and look, see that man standing on a pitch. I don't even want to say his fucking name because it'll just... Yeah. It'll, I just don't want to. But he's a journalist and he uh, his whole platform is how the yeah, dubs yeah. are wankers. Yeah. They have to be split up. They have to... There's two, it's all money. They bought titles. It's not the Premier League, mate. You can't buy a fucking title. No. But he, it's the whole thing. So there's actually journalists out there that the whole platform is... How much they hate the dubs. Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole thing. And, but the fu- the funny thing is, is that it's it's though it's the same journalist that won't acknowledge that the the likes of Stephen Cluxton goes out an hour before training and just kicks balls. Yeah. Or that you know. And that Team Rocket start to do the same thing exactly, by example. By example, and that they sit and that they you know they break things down and they have their own discipline and the lives that they put they put their whole li- as sorry as Mayo as every other. Country as does. every other team and do you know county what I mean? does, do. yeah. Like, but that's but it's just because it's Dublin's not acceptable. Anyway, that's my rant over and done with. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking so true. I will say I'm pissed off about one thing when it comes to football. What's that? The women's team, the ladies' team. Uh, I only heard they're not. They don't get a holiday. So what? yeah, did you that's not hear? Disgraceful. So the lads all get sent yeah. on a holiday. Now, it's in, fa- in fairness, it's not paid for by GA. It's paid by fundraising. Yeah. Uh, so they fundraise. They get. And a, they, I'm sorry. They get players. a fucking whopper holiday as well. They get a whopper fucking holiday. And in fairness, like, they so deserve... we're not talking about like a week in Pontins. No, no, no. They're they fucking a... enough to Barbados but and Mauritius and their partners. They're unpaid players. They're so yeah, dedicated. 100%. Send them off. The least we can do is give them a fucking holiday. Yeah. The girls aren't getting one. The ladies haven't got one. Oh, not the fundraising has sorry. been done. The ladies have done exactly the same. They have, they have just won the fucking All-Ireland. They are the current champions of yeah. the country. They deserve a holiday. It pissed me off when I heard they didn't get a holiday. It's not the GAA's fault. LGFA and GAA are different organisations. But... They should get a fucking holiday. Goose for the good, good for the goose, good for the gander. But we should, like, I mean, honestly, I'd be all into even if in, I'd be into even kickstarting on this podcast a way to uh, go fund me to fucking get a quid to send them on a holiday. Actually, that's a good idea. I'd be into it, yeah, because they fucking deserve. They like there has to be, there has to be a way of making this happen. There has has to be, be. like, they're amazing. There's plenty of, it was the best football match in a fucking year. That final, incredible, Uh, and also the adversity that they 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 faced as well is that. You know, look, we t- I hate the whole gender thing, but you know what? It's the likes of those incredible athletes that happen to be women that are changing the face of how girls, women, and, you know, small, little, tiny little girls look at, look at sport and they look at what can... 46,000 people. 48,000 people. Just a touch under 50,000 yeah. people into Crow Park. It's bigger than the FA Cup yeah. final. It's bigger than the Rugby World Cup final. It's, it's bigger than the World Cricket final. It's bigger than that. It's the most attended women's sporting event in Europe. Yeah. And that was done by those so women. So we talk about, we talk, funny, we talked before about bloggers and about role models and all that. Well, do you know what? If my little girl wants to look up to someone, I wanted to look up to women like this from any Fucking county, sure. from any discipline, because they put in the same, the same as the lads put in. They do exactly the same. They wear our colours. They wear our Dublin colours, as the Mayo women did as yeah, well. Yeah, and now they're winning. And they're winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, it goes back to this the thing we talking about the Ireland, the Ireland ladies football team that they like didn't have a fucking pair of socks yeah, but do you know you, but in that case it's all uh, yeah I know that's, you, but it's you, wrong but, no, but what so I'm saying is it's, when you Making, want to the, what was terrible about that story was they didn't even get their own tracksuits they, no, they changed the tracksuits for the cameras yeah. and then they had to take them off in a fucking toilet yeah. in an airport and then give them back to the fucking yeah. FAI because and the lads get to keep all no, and that's shit. which is fair enough but it, it, it's still what I'm saying is it's still when you get down to the brass tacks of it as well it's, it's kind of we're on the same it's like that they're, they're just not important enough. It's like, oh, we'll do this for the... But like, no. Because they're doing exactly the same as the lads. And but you know what? The it, Dublin the, football team 
bring a hell of a lot more people into the stands and raise a hell of a lot more money than the women's soccer team. Of course they do. They do. The yeah. Irish women's yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. They do. Saying, yeah. Yeah. They're fucking... Yeah. Like, this is not small sport anymore. This no. is big shit. Yeah. So the argument isn't there. For, what is it? 25,000... But there has to be businessmen. There has to be... The likes of, like, Littlewoods, Ireland, who are back in the GAA. Super Value, they're all back in the... AIG but are on the fucking AIG, jerseys. all of those. There has to be somebody with a bit... Or, like, Aldi are involved in it. Well, Lidl, Lidl, Lidl please, don't say Aldi. <laughs> No, but I'm saying is, but Al's you're involved in that in that in in rugby and in, yeah, in yeah, grassroots. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, everybody's getting involved. Lidl are the sponsors like, are the title sponsors of the LGFA. Like how, how is that? Like how have Lidl not gone? What like how much does it really cost to send a panel send to 40, go? And, fuck 40 off! women off on a holiday in the, in the scheme of it. Like I don't know. Yeah, I'd be into it. I'd actually I'd actually be into doing a gig to try and get the kickstart raised on that. To be honest with you. Okay, hang on. Because uh, it's fucking. It's just wrong. It's, it's just so wrong. wrong. Like they they get literally nothing. So we're yeah. going we're going to get used to a gig. Well, when are well, we going to do a gig? For? I would I would like to do a gig to, to raise money to send the Dublin ladies football team on holiday because it's a fucking scandal that they haven't been sent on holiday for winning and becoming Ireland Island champions. Yeah. So this needs to happen. We need to figure out how we're going to do this from the Dublin podcast. Yeah. We're going to make this happen because they should. Because if the lads get to go on holidays and the girls are champions as well. PJ. Yeah. Shit needs to happen. Shit needs to happen. We're going to do this. Although I've probably dropped myself in shit now by saying it. You have. <laughs> or we'll, we'll figure it out if not. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out if not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so right. there you go. But anyway, geez, we're footballing the brains out yeah. of this podcast, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, you know, well, that's that. We'll you know, there's another football. event on in uh, Wicklow in du- well, Dublin. It's Bray. It's sort of Dublin, isn't it? What's I know that? it's Wicklow, but some, well, you're going to love this. You'd love this, right? What's that? Now? It's on the 15th of October. Right. Oh, well, hold on. Is this podcast on after that? No. Um, hang on what's, what's Wednesday week what day Wednesday is today week. yeah so today is fucking it's, oh, it's tomorrow then uh, the 15th of October um, it's a cuddle party have you heard of this in Dublin cuddle have party. we gone back to what we were talking about last week no this is gone no weird. this isn't the dirty donkey bold dirty donkey it's not <laughs> it's not to do with the bold dirty okay. donkey right it's a cuddle party so it's an official cuddle party right right uh, the event right I'm going to read their spreel right okay the event hopes to provide a warm empowering experience where attendees can share kindness and compassion it's being held by professional cuddler a job you'd never get Suzanne Kane. fuck you I give great cuddles I just wouldn't touch you you wouldn't be banging them out to anybody on the left right and centre you no wouldn't. I don't like you touching people I like, I like my kids I give my kids a cuddle professional cuddler this is our job now. Professional Does you have to touch everyone like? I guess so. Samantha Hess is her name, right? She says she highlights the importance of a good cuddle once in a while. Okay. Touch has the power to comfort us when we are sad, heal us when we are sick, encourage us when we feel lost, and above all else, allows us to accept that we are not alone. So during the event, there'll be light exercises. Boundary settings. <laughs> Stop the bold donkey getting <laughs> in. <laughs> that is a no feeling. Uh, and some snacks. What? Yeah, it's like oh well if there's not snacks I'm not going <laughs> boundary settings snacks and light exercise right <laughs> now she then says it's believed it's a great way to meet new people have deep conversations and a bit of crack and here's the bit you're going to love Suzanne Kane it. it's 25 quid in fuck off for a cuddle for a fucking cuddle in the is park is that not teetering on to cuddle in the park well they obviously filter out the pervert right I would say if you're going there and there's a lad with an overcoat saying do you want to have a practice go Come into me overcoat and I'll give you a practice before you go in. You know what I mean? Say if you, oh, yeah, keep cuddling there. You're doing very well. Oh, they're going to love you in there. Oh, don't go to That's him. sticking in my leg. Yeah, none of your business. <laughs> it's a cuddle meter. It tells you if you're doing well. Oh, you're doing very well. 
Yes, or no go. Don't go. Unless no it's practice cuddle, cuddle unless it's an official cuddler. Yeah, unless Samantha Hess is talking to you, I wouldn't be dealing with it. But yeah, it's actually, I don't know. This is the sort no. of shit now. I, do you know what I mean? I don't even like sharing a bus with one other person. Never mind no. sharing a park no with the cuddlers. I'd hate being a park of cuddlers. I would fucking oh, hate But you know what they're going to be like? They'll be, be like. Crusties, exactly. Crusties. I hate crusties. And be like, you see Vivian Westwood today. Mom. Vivian Westwood, you know, modeling woman, mm. uh, modeling woman, fucking um, fashion person. Uh, she's not dead. No, she's not fucking dead. She says though, we overwash ourselves, right? We shouldn't be washing ourselves as much as we do. See, and these we, are the people who make me anxious, right? We should wash ourselves. She says, like she does once a week. She uses baby wipes every day, right? Wipes her in her regions. And then I was going to say something really crude there. No, oh she w- wipes her regions, her armpits, and all you know in with between. With a baby wipe, her bits would have been, and then she carries on but about her pH her level will be all over the right? place for starters. Her husband, uh. who's twenty years younger than her, he's mm. fifty-two or three mm. or whatever the fuck it is. He what first does attracted it. you to the millionaire Vivian Westwood. No, tell me about it. He washes once a month. He has a bath once every month, and she says it's more than enough. And she says, we overwash ourselves and it does us no good. In fact, it's, it makes us less beautiful. It damages our skin. It makes us ridiculous. So she, she also said, people our age are like robots. We dress the same. We look the same. We think the same. We act the same. She says, if you want to see an interesting person these days, they would have to be somebody over the age of 77. Everybody else is just a clone. We look ludicrous and ridiculous and pointless. Clean clothes. And we're overcleaned. So there you go. That's what she reckons about us. Honestly. So I'm not going to a cuddle party in case I meet some bleeding L. Who fucker hasn't had a wash in a month? L, L one that has. Who that doesn't re- wash? <laughs> no, honestly, like that type of stuff makes me really anxious. Like I get real anxious about, you know, like just things like that. I just, but even just down to, even if I had a shower the night before and I like, I, I wouldn't wash my hair every day. But like, if I haven't have a sh- if I don't have a shower in the morning, I feel like I'm not clean. Oh, like yeah. I, but it's even just you know, some people go, I could just wash my face. I'm no like, oh, I don't feel, no. you don't feel nice and lovely. So it's like jump in, wash the face, give yourself a quick wash, and then you're done. Like, you don't have to have the long shower. Do you know what I mean? I so do. I just, but then people who go like what like. I'll be really I shower honest, twice a day most days. I know that's terrible, but that's because I shower I don't every gym. once a day. But if I had if I had the option to share, tw- I used to share twice a day, but I don't have the option anymore. Like if I when I worked breakfast, I remember I used to have a job where you worked. Yeah. Um, earlys, I used to have a shower on the way, and like I get up at half four and have a shower, and then I'd have a shower in the evening or whatever, to, or that afternoon or whatever. Now I have kids. It's, it's kind of it's hard logistically. It's hard to do. Like I don't wash my hair every time I have a shower because it, it's time. I don't have time to wash dry, straighten, do all of those things. So I jump in, have the shower, then I get dressed and I'm ready to go for the day and then I'm fine. Then you have a quick wash in the evening. But that's generally it. But then it's the people who are, the, but you know, a border with once a week. But then the month <laughs> thing. A month. Really Twelve makes times me feel a year. quite sick. Like that, like that's, that's trying the council clear the drain stuff. It is, Imagine yeah. Imagine it's making me full of like cheese and rot and yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he does the baby wipery as well, but fucking hell. Honest to God. He'd be walking. Imagine he's going to turn up at a cuddle and party. And his, his, his clothes would be real musty and everything. Imagine the two of them riding each other. Be spiders and mice and rats and all falling That'd out That'd be them. the least of their problems. Oh, fucking disgusting. The smell of them when they got together. Speaking of disgusting, you know me tax audit is happening? Oh at yeah, the how are you getting on with that? God almighty. I presume obviously you're... Oh... No, no, it's supposed to be a day long. It's now into its second day. Right. It's becoming like the fucking urine. Because you earn so much money, though. That's what that no, is. No, it's not. It is. It's discrepancies. Well, it's not discrepancies. It's then you hide and shit. I don't hide shit. This is the thing. This is what fucking pisses me off about it, right? Can I just say what pisses me off about the tax audit, right? Go on. Is I have never been out and but honest because I couldn't be bothered dealing with the fucking <laughs> bullshit of getting caught. That's true. 
Honestly, I can't, I can't be fucking dealing with it. Transparency is the best way. I would have thought. I always thought the best way to beat the tax man, to beat the revenue, is just play them at their own game. Give them everything they fucking want. Develop your own system. Make the system easy. Work it, do it, learn it, be it, grant. You never have to fucking worry about it, right? No. That's what I would have thought. Doesn't fucking work that way. It doesn't work that way. So now I'm sitting there, I have to do a lot of running around, a lot of pissing around, a lot of fucking collecting things I already collected. And then if somebody else writes you an invoice wrong, you have to go and search for that again. I'm, I'm waiting, but I'm getting nervous. I'm get, I haven't done anything fucking wrong and I'm getting nervous. I'm starting to scare the shit out of me, I have to be honest with you. Because uh, what? Because you just. Because the accountant is chatting to the man, right? The man. And the man is chatting back to the accountant. Right. And they're having a conversation. I don't fucking understand. Right. And I know the man sees something wrong, or at least something he thinks is wrong. Right. And then I see the accountant giving the reason about why the man is wrong. Right. But and it doesn't matter. On. As long as the accountant and the man aren't getting on, I'm in trouble. No one else is in fucking trouble. I'm in fucking trouble. Do you know what I mean? So it's going well. So I start <laughs> to panic. Now, then the accountant and the man stop talking. And even though I know they haven't been getting on, they look at me and I go, is everything all right? And they both go, oh yeah, yeah, grand, yeah. And like, oh, just it didn't seem. <laughs> they, they do it like it's together in yeah. unison. Oh yeah, in, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's, it looked like a minute there that there was a disagreement. No, 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 no. And then the heads go down and start writing. And a few minutes later, can I just ask you a question about the G19 and why that wasn't filed in the position of uh, column A with the fucking red pen? And he goes, well, you see, if you look, I entered it with the blue pen into the D47 and that carries over. Right. And there's a stare off, and I go, Is everything not? Excuse me, can I ask you again? Can I just, sorry for putting in, but is everything fucking okay? And you can see it's not, but then they both look at you and go, Yeah, 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 yeah. And it goes quiet again. I'm starting to, and I, I, all you can do in those situations is panic. That's fair enough. You know, I Makes panic. Sense. Well, uh, you can fill us in next week as to how it goes. Yeah. Because well, if you haven't been arrested, if or it anything. doesn't go well, mm. I'll tell you this much. Go on. If it doesn't go well, I'm never telling the truth again. Because I've spent, <laughs> telling the truth we're, to the we're revenue. We're joking about that, though. I've been telling the, the truth PJ, like, to the revenue for the last himself. ten years. I've never. I, oh, jeez. And I've not. I've not. I haven't told a lie at all. Not even the one time. But today's the day. But today's the day if I find out if it was worthwhile or not. So I guess uh, next week I will tell you from now on I'm, I'm going to be a liar or not. Okay, we'll look forward to it. Uh, right, well, that that's us just about for today. Uh, don't forget to write us a review on iTunes or on Spotify or on the Headstuff Network, Suzanne.fm on Instagram, P, at PJ Gallagher on Instagram. Dublin will be on Instagram apparently in no time. We'll keep you posted on that. Next week is our two-year anniversary. Send oh. us an email how we should celebrate. We'll be recording Tuesday week, so... We'll be recording our, our two-year anniversary podcast. Yeah. Should we have like a birthday party podcast? Yeah. Okay. Tell us what we should do. Maybe we should do something. Maybe we should get a guest in or something. No. No, because that always like ruins that. the dynamic, doesn't it, when there's somebody else in? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't tell know. us how we should celebrate our second birthday. <laughs> Let us know. Um, and don't forget to subscribe, tell our friends. More bars. And thank you. So it was Debbie Claire, but I don't know what the name of the company is you sent us in the cups. Oh, look, it's written, it's written at the on end. the end. Morgs and Gifts. Mugs and gifts at aircom.net. Yeah. Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. Mugs and gifts. Are there? It's Made called mugs and gifts. Gifts. Personalized mugs and gifts. This is deadly. I'm bringing that home. Uh, anyway, that's oh. us for this time. We're back next time. That was episode 85 of the Dublin Podcast. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Watch out for the dirty donkey. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.